Hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Baki Taki, the final season. Uh, it's father and son dining. Uh, so, of course, joining me is my dad. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. And uh, isn't it ironic that you and I are actually going out for dinner on Monday? Oh, I was. Here we are discussing Baki and Yushiro. Uh, uh, having a couple of meals themselves. I was thinking about that the entire time. <laughs> the, the meals they get up to. Um, it's oh, I, I, this is one of my favorite episodes of the season. Um, just because it's so it's so odd. Um, you, you don't usually get this type of uh, character based stuff in Baki. But anyway, uh, before we dive into that, um, I have a fun question I've been asking everybody for the final season. Uh, so after this episode, I believe there's six episodes left for Baki Hanma. What do you want to see before the show ends? Oh, well, I want to see the biggest battle of all time in the history of all civilizations' battles. Well, it's not a battle. It's a father-son and... fight, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that is a line from the episode. But yeah, that's it. it, it Baki... Uh, I've only watched a handful of episodes and I've listened to a number of people talk about other episodes, but it does seem to be about battles, either seeking out uh, a way to, to lose in a battle or to find a way to beat your father, which is, you know, a very difficult task mm -hmm. uh, in a battle. But uh, we didn't get much of a battle without trying to give away the plot here in in this episode so i want to see this battle that is being alluded to yeah well it's tough it's it's they really do uh, commit to this and like literally i think every other episode for the rest of the season is going to be focused on this fight um but this is just the prelude the the build-up to the greatest father-son fight um i did want to touch on that term i feel like there is a japanese word for father-son fight that rolls off the tongue a lot more because the amount of times they drop it like this, this such a specific phrasing that means nothing it's it it, it, it it's got to be a translation thing like uh farfanugan one of those german words that have very long words that have a specific very very specific meaning so it, it doesn't in English, it sounds pretty lame, but there's a Japanese word that everybody would know what it means. That sounds much more impressive. Is that what you mean? That's my theory. It's just that, like, you know, like, when they describe it as a father-son fight, like, obviously, you know, that's accurate. Um, but it, it's, it's like if I had a ham sandwich and I called it, like, my double white bread uh, lunch meal, and I called it that 15 times. Like, it's an odd phrasing that's right, continuously right. repeated. Um I don't know. I, I've, I've noticed that with a few shows, that they'll just have a term that just keeps coming up, and I'm like, what's going on here? But I love it. Um, it and I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the sense. I, I, I'm interested in what your opinion of this episode was, but we'll, we'll get to that at the end. So this episode basically has three chunks, and I would say uh, we have some build-up where Baki and Yujiro talk to some randos. Uh, then they go to dinner um, and then they go to dinner again and although I enjoy the first the the, the latter two-thirds of the episodes a lot more let's let's jump through the first part uh, actually before I jump in uh, because I know you're a very musical guy what did you think of the new theme song I actually I, I thought you might ask because I hated uh, mm -hmm. the other time that was new this one I didn't mind 
uh, I, I liked the tempo. I, uh, I thought that, okay, that, that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it's fun. And it, 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 it does a good job of telling a very simple story. It's like, this guy's going to fight this guy. And then <laughs> that's what happens. It, it made on uh, the lettering and the words were all in Japanese and whatever episode link I clicked on. So I'll take your word for it that it told a good story. <laughs> Well, the, yeah, the lettering's just graffiti, but um, uh, you can, I feel like it's just there for uh, set design purposes. All right, so we have four conversations, and we can just jump through these quickly. Uh, the first up is Gary Stridham uh, talking to Yujiro. Um, he, he, and Stridham is saying, like, oh, as I was surprised you're going to go get dinner with your son. Seriously? Your battle with Baki is happening soon? It's not a battle, it's a father-son fight. What, what, what did you think of these two guys? Well, the one guy, he, he looked like G.I. Joe uh, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. me. And, and they're just chomping cigars, and then he, he sort of just about to say you get, you're going soft, but he, he quite quickly <laughs> stops himself when he sees Yushiro's uh, reaction to that. I have to ask Yujiro. Could it be? But it was, uh, you know, other than that, it was a pretty uh, pedestrian conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to make sure other people know you're not soft. Like, if you can literally just almost kick them in the face before they can say it. Um, but yeah. That's usually how I go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's a reason he looks like G.I. Joe. From my understanding, this guy is like a, liais a liaison for the U.S. military who's just sort of there to keep an eye on Yujiro. Um, they, they, it, it's fun. A few episodes ago, Yujiro and the United States signed a non-aggression uh, treaty with each other. So um, <laughs> there's, some, there's some diplomatic uh, tension between the two. All right. It's pretty impressive when you're signing non-aggression treaties with individuals as opposed to countries. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You would have loved this scene. Um, uh, Barack Ozma, which is their copyright-free version of Barack Obama, uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally had to, like, make a... He put, he put, like, his hand on his chest and made, like, a pledge of friendship to Yujiro. It's, it, and they imply that every president's been doing that since Reagan. Um, it's It's... Honestly, they spend so little time on what is such an incredibly interesting idea. Um, anyway, right. uh, the next scene, we get Baki talking with their good pal Tokugawa. It's just a father-son fight, but it will cause a lot of trouble. No way to avoid that. <laughs> what a bold thing to say. And basically, the, the topic of discussion here, uh, th there's two takeaways that I liked from this. But the first is that uh, Tokugawa and Baki agreed that Yujiro is stronger than any army on Earth. Were you surprised to find that out? Uh, well, no. I mean, it, that's the whole premise of, of, of this thing, right? Like, yeah. he's the strongest man in the history of the world of all time. So it, absolutely anything you throw out there as an alternative is it, it would beat everybody else, but not Yujiro. Mm -hmm. I, I can never pronounce his name yeah yeah so no that wasn't a surprise yeah and then uh secondly we see that uh, tokugawa has been tasked with keeping people safe um because it, you know in this scene we, we yujiro is referred to more as a force of nature like an earthquake or a hurricane um 
like it, it truly is building up something that would be one of at least the top five greatest father-son fights of all time, I would say. Truthfully, a fight between you and your father would be earth-shaking. It would be the most important event to have happened in this world in years. Well, they sort of suggest it's the greatest fight of all time. So <laughs> then that ought to be also the greatest father-son uh, fight of all time. But then isn't there a little miscommunication at the end where Baki asks him, uh, I, I want you to keep everybody safe. And his response is, sure, I'll make sure the fight happens. And yeah. like, no, no, that's not what I asked. Yep, yep. Tokugawa is like a fan of the show. He just wants people to fight each other. <laughs> I, think this, I think the safety thing is just to make people complain less. Up next, we get another fun little scene. Uh, Yujiro talking to Dopo Orochi um, in a bar. And this one was, uh, I think, I, I, I think the most fun of the four quick conversations uh, where Dopo is confused that Yujiro, he, it's like, oh, I think I love someone. What? Who's that? My son. What? That, that was really <laughs> odd. It's like, I think I'm in love with my son. Ooh, that's creepy. Oh, he's grown up to be such a great man. Oh, oh, that's what you mean. Why yeah. would this guy go there first? <laughs> but also it's like, oh, you love your son? Oh, no, you love beating up your son. Okay, all right. That was weird for a second. <laughs> now I get it. it. You're in love, Yujiro? Wait a minute. With who? My son, if you can imagine. Wait, are you serious? I've waited for this. The seed that I painstakingly nurtured has finally grown, and at long last is bearing its fangs at me. Oh, right, I get it. That's what you mean. And he, yeah. he, he ends it with, like, I'm a bit jealous of my... Like, <laughs> like I wish I could go beat up my son. It's, uh... I, I, I enjoyed that scene, because... To be honest, like... I, the bar is O to B, right? O to B, water of life, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. They love, they love, if anything's fancy in this show, it's usually French. Uh, <laughs> they also go to a lot of fancy places for no reason. I was, I was just thinking later in this episode when they go to the restaurant and like the maitre d' walks out in a tuxedo that I've seen like 18 different characters like this, whose job was to come out in a tuxedo and explain that they're in a fancy place. And it's, like, <laughs> it's not something you associate with. Yeah, because they always do this. They always go to fa fancy places for and have fancy food and drink, and like it, you don't you don't notice it until you think back, and you're like, oh my god, they just keep doing this. Um, meanwhile, Baki lives in like a hut. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we had we had we had one more conversation with uh, Goki Shibukawa, um, who gives the great advice of don't fight your dad, uh, but Baki can't take that. I'm impressed. Really? You've mastered some very stunning skill sets. Even so, you should give up on this father-son fight. Hey, I had to do Steve here. So I was just getting a clip for this scene um, that you just heard. And I just realized that we didn't mention that, like, Goki, like, almost stabs Baki in the face just as, like, a reflex test. And, like, I can't tell you how much that didn't even register with me. It's amazing how desensitizing this show is. <laughs> the two people were just talking and a guy almost got stabbed through the eye. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um, do, do you agree with Baki that this is not something that you can walk away from? That at some point you must fight your dad? I totally agree. And we both know this day is coming. So. 
There's no sense fighting. I see. This is this is why you didn't want Lindsay to come to parties. <laughs> no, I, I mean, actually, to to be kind of silly here, in, in if if you're going to take this as serious literature, it is the sort of um, episode that cannot be avoided and simply must be dealt with. Yes, so it's really if you're at the stage where you're either going to have an epic battle uh, to the death with your father or not, there is no choice. You must have it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And to, to, to be clear to, to, to you and listeners, I am going to be taking this season as a serious literature. I think, I think that this fight in its many parts is the, is probably the closest thing to like a fight that has real like meaning behind all of the choices in it. Um, even this preamble like we learn about Baki and his dad in a way that like you know it's not going to win an Emmy or anything but it's we we do get some uh, analysis of their characters and uh, that plays into the fight in the way that a good fight should Uh, but let's let's get into a lot of exposition yes there's a lot of exposition in this episode well yes it is Baki of course (laughs) Baki's 50% exposition and 50% fist. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, let, let's get into the fun part of the episode. So Baki wants to have his dad over for dinner. You know, why? It, it's up to interpretation. I think that, and I'm going to save my thoughts on that, actually, uh, for later in the season. But wh- wh- why do you think he wanted to have dinner with his dad? It's they don't really state this, but because they both serve each other dinner, I have a sense that that was sort of agreed, and there was an unspoken understanding that after that they would deal with the serious business. Uh, they they never tell me any of that, but that's the sense that I have. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a father son conflict. There's not going to be a lot of communication. <laughs> Um, yeah so eventually uh baki makes a pretty nice dinner he fries up some fish makes some steak got some rice going uh and his father shows up to his house um i think this is the first time he showed up since he broke into their house when he was uh sleeping with kozue um but that was (laughs) that was definitely different uh circumstances um this (laughs) Editor Steve, like, obviously I'm wrong here. Um, th- this one with my dad was recorded as one of the early ones, so I got the timing a bit off on a few things. <laughs> this time it's a lot friendlier, and Yujiro does something we've never seen him do in the show before. He bows to Baki, um, sort of in respect for the meal. Thank you for coming, Dad. What? Did, did he just bow? I mean, he must be saying thank you for the food, I guess I didn't know he could be this proper. Like, we- well, Baki thinks that he bows to Baki, but he's bowing to the food, right? Yeah, it's it, it's it's interesting. It does seem like it's to the food because he does have a lot of opinions on food. Um, I I also love the shots of um, Baki thinking of all of the farmers and all of the <laughs> process that it took to get their food ready. Um, but the- well, that's usual points that out he like he, he's bowing out of respect for the life if you're going to eat the life you have to bow out of respect for it and i also like he 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 dismisses uh the artificial 
flavoring and the preservatives in the store-bought food that Baki serves. And he, he goes off on a, I don't eat wheat, I lean keto and paleo rant that some fathers can, uh, mm-hmm. can go into from time to time saying, I like to eat both nutri- food they say is nutritious and food that is poisonous for the body. And that's, that's also kind of interesting because it's sort of anti-fragile, which is, you know, a little bit of stress in the body is good in the long term for it. So it, he has well-developed philosophical thoughts with respect to how one should eat uh, for such a savage as I had thought Yushiro was, but as late we soon see, he's not really this savage guy. But I, that, I haven't watched that many episodes. Oh yeah, no. He he he's he's got multiple sides to him. Uh, I what I enjoyed about that scene was maybe my favorite line of the episode where Baki says something along the lines of, "Wow, how lucky am I to have my dad get talk to me about nutrition." Holy crap. My dad's taking the time to educate me about nutrition? And I was like, "Wow, I can <laughs> I can really relate with this Baki guy." <laughs> A universal father-son experience, yes. Yeah. But you know what? That's that's what's really pulls the curtain back here. Because we we always refer to Baki as, you know, he's Yujiro's son and all that. Um, But their relationship throughout the entire show has been basically non-existent. Like, Baki was raised by he was technically raised by his mom, who basically just paid to have him fight people all day. And he's probably only interacted with Yujiro a handful of times. So, like, these type of interactions are so new and fresh to Baki. He's, like, never had a parental figure even, like, uh, talk to him, basically, about anything like this. Well, although the relationship is clearly, uh, I don't know if strained is the right word, but they do look like father and son who understand there is the familial bond during this meal mm-hmm. like you, you would look at it and if it's episode one you still think yeah well this is father son there's a bit of there's something going on in that relationship but this is father son so I, I definitely see that yeah and then so after their dinner i think my my favorite part of the episode um baki wants to ask his dad to do the dishes and I think I think that I think that the reason behind this is it's more of this like Baki wants this normal parent child relation, you know, like he wants to he wants to have these real moments where his dad's going to do the dishes after he made dinner because that's only fair. And his dad, I think, you know, Yujiro, I, th- I think he was also honestly on the same page that he was looking for this type of um, moment. But at the same time probably didn't want to do the dishes or didn't want to make to look weak so he he says let's uh let's do rochambeau for it um so i I enjoyed that moment uh just from a character perspective but how it played out i just enjoyed because it's hilarious um can can you describe who won that round uh dad well uh, yes i will i'll give you one quick thing there's a (laughs) lot going through baki's mind a lot of neurotic thoughts that that we're privy to as, as the audience and, and may he rest in peace it just reminded me so much of uh, chandler bing matthew perry on friends uh, all these uh, all these thoughts oh what about this what about that it was horrible he called me young lady Ooh, i hate when my father calls me that <laughs> and uh, so we hear them all and then they do rock paper scissors and of course uh, baki wins with rock over scissors <laughs> but but then uh well, 
uh, Yushiro just takes his fingers in the scissor uh, position and puts them over the rock and proceeds to crush Baki's hand so much that he gives in. He doesn't have to do the dishes. And that seemed very fatherly to me, too. It reminded me of uh, some families will often take votes on uh, what they're going to do and whether there should be ice cream for dessert or whatever. And um, sometimes everybody at the table gets a vote, but the chairman of the board uh, gets, uh, say, five votes. And a lot of votes end up going 5-4 uh, with the children all on the wrong side of that vote. So that reminded me very much of how Yushiro dealt with losing in rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your, your chairman of the of the board routine is very similar. It's, it's the ver verbal equivalent of crushing our rock, of uh, having yeah. the most votes <laughs> um, with one very strong <laughs> pair of scissors. Um yeah no it, it was good i it almost it, it 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 almost feels like something that could happen if i could imagine somebody had fingers that strong um but it was it, it was a good a good little scene um and eventually yujiro just leaves um he teleports for some reason um <laughs> over to the guards that are standing around he leaves Baki doing the dishes yes which is yeah which is great but he leaves. Uh, there, there were riot police all around, making sure nobody came to the house, and uh, for some reason that made him mad. Uh, but uh, in general, we're we're just setting up the next scene, which is that this time Yujiro is going to take Baki out to dinner. Um, now that th this part I also enjoyed, um, as we go from the uh, crappy little shed with graffiti on it that Baki lives uh, to a world-class five-star hotel, probably the restaurant's probably 30 stories high. Um, what, 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 okay. Do you, do you know what restaurant uh, popped into my mind uh, for this entire scene? Are you thinking a canoe? Uh, Le, Cig Le Cigar Volant. Now, right. Do you know Le Cigar Volant? Uh, no. Uh, that is where Niles and Fraser Crane mm. go to. Uh, it, it's it's the go to place, Le Cigar Volant, and this is this is such to me it's such a non Baki little vignette. It it, it 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 might as well be Niles and Fraser Crane. I mean, they drink uh, sherry, you know, sherry <laughs> Niles. Yes, please, Yuzuro uh, drinks sherry. He's wearing a tuxedo. He's talking about all the f finer uh, points of life. It was it was. It, it seemed more like a Frasier episode than uh, than a Baki episode. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't think you're gonna learn like which utensils to eat from first or uh, how to how to how to enjoy the soup. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, I I'm, I have to come up with some sort of edit with the sherry and uh, Frasier. Sherry? I couldn't possibly, Niles. I'm too upset. A dry sherry for me, served in a large glass. It, it it's it's such a fun juxtaposition, but it it it's. This is what I mean by like paying off like a bit of character growth because or character details because Baki has always been shown as this like like one step above a street rat honestly, um, but uh, Yujiro is whenever we cut to him and he's not fighting somebody he's staying at like the world's swankiest hotel or he's swimming in a private pool or things like that. Um, and I, I liked I liked how they sort of dove into like the idea that Baki isn't like Yujiro, um, and it's because he's never been exposed to him in any way, really. Like, there's been no chance for this type of knowledge to uh, rub off on him. 
Um, and maybe if he did Bach, he wouldn't but be such a, a meathead. <laughs> it reminded me of when we went to Keynes in New York and mm. uh, uh, the second oldest steakhouse and, and uh, everyone's nicely dressed. And I, I didn't think that uh, have you dress up and you, you were fairly underdressed uh, uh, at that time so you were a little bit like Baki walking into this place uh, when we walked into oh. Keynes although we had a great time the, the, state, the highest compliment you can say I was a little bit like Baki at that time <laughs> that was such a that was such a great steak as I, I bet I bet Baki could have finished that porterhouse steak we got <laughs> <laughs> this is me eating that ginormous steak Sorry to keep you waiting, sir. He's not going to eat a whole roast pig himself, is he? He's huge. Gotta be 6'5". They end up eating... Oh, I forgot. There was one line that I just found ridiculous. Baki comes in, talks to some maitre d', and he's just like, so what, uh, what does my dad eat? And the guy goes, well, your dad eats everything. Although, he doesn't eat beef, chicken, or pork. So <laughs> that's like... It doesn't sound like he eats everything on the menu. Like, sounds like there's a pretty big blind spot yeah. there. I see. And what kind of food does he eat? He eats a large amount of everything. But instead of domestic animals, such as beef and chicken, he prefers game meat, like venison, wild duck, boar, and... Ah! Mr. Hanma! He eats wild boar. Uh... And, and duck and the, i forget something else but the, all a venison yes. yeah yeah which it, it's funny because we just came off the caveman arc and his whole thing was he'd only eat things that he killed personally so it's sort of a similar philosophy but th this leads in uh eventually they have this amazing seven course meal there they have espresso to end it off we find out espresso is quite bitter and right. and baki decides it's this moment on his second dinner date to say um so why'd you kill my mom uh were, were you surprised to find out that yujiro had murdered baki's mom <laughs> uh yes i i was i i was uh, ignorant of that fact up until this time and it certainly gave me a, a deeper understanding of why baki might have had some some mild <laughs> ling and lingering resentment towards his father and his father did not like being asked the question I no, he thought that you know. There's a line you do not cross, and uh, with father-son questions and demanding an explanation for the murder of the mother, apparently is one step beyond that line. Yeah, he he got. I think the term is big mad about that. Like he was, he broke the table. I think we saw dust falling down on the floors beneath them. Um, and by the way, just to paint the scene for you, because it's this bat part of the backstory makes it so absurd that they're trying to have this relationship. But like, it's not just that Yujiro murdered his mother. Like, in front of Baki, after punching Baki to the floor, he picked up his mom and bear hugged her to death. <laughs> like, all of this happened in front of Baki's eyes. And we saw we saw this. If you had watched every episode, you would have seen this. Uh yeah. To be fair, you'd have to watch the original Baki from like twenty years ago. But yes, it was it was it was covered back then. So it's accept it's accepted fact. People people should know this uh, by now. Yeah, yeah. We also we there there's a refresher episode at the start of this season that uh that covered it. Right. Okay. So you you think 
it would be tough to move on from that if you if you were Baki, you know. I don't think I'd be making my dad dinner and asking him to do the dishes if I watched him crush my mom to death. I'm, I'm How else will he I'm pay for it, already... <laughs> That's His penance is doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah no that's a that's a pretty hard fact a harsh fact and and a a difficult one to forgive i think yeah but uh baki's able to uh you know get yujiro riled up and then he actually sort of keeps on the offensive pushes yujiro up to the glass and remember they're like 30 stories up and it looks like we might be at the precipice of the greatest father-son fight in history um and then the episode ends fortunately (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, just just when I thought the episode might get somewhat interesting, uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, but it looks to me, uh, it it it's meant to look like Baki has the upper hand. Perhaps this question is the Achilles' heel of Yushiro, and uh, maybe it's going to give Baki uh, a chance at taking down the old man, who 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 I now. Can, can no longer root for in any capacity. Uh, so even even though I should be on team father, but I, I just... Uh, even though you've decided he is keto episode, and paleo. He crossed the line by killing the mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win in the end? Uh, it's got to be Baki, right? With that, with that last-minute fact about... Oh, just how evil Yushiro is as God. It has to be Baki. My my money is on Baki, and he's probably plus, might be plus 185, I think, books. But uh, I'm going to put my money on Baki. All right. I can't bet, unfortunately, but uh, we'll see. We'll see who wins. We'll see very soon. I'm actually going to record that episode in like five hours. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah gotta get everything done uh, before before december anywho uh all right well uh now that we've talked about the episode you've watched two episodes of baki do you think that it's getting better or worse or staying the same well i would say better because my memory of the first one was that it was horrible but um th- this one was it, you, it's funny because you said you really liked it. Maybe because it, it's so different, I think, than so many. To me, it was kind of like a soap opera, uh, and uh, it was uh, it was kind of a, a combination of a soap opera and a Fraser episode. Which so I, I kind of enjoyed it, but it was uh, it didn't it didn't seem like a Baki episode to me. That at least I'm not like the fellow who every time you have him on, it's all about urination. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that would have felt out of place in this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'd say it's getting it's getting better. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I think that this episode is special because it sort of does something that's not typically done. If, if, if every episode was like this, it wouldn't be as a. I, I wouldn't enjoy it as much, but um, I, I I like the um, you know I, I I like the the sort of build up that we have to this fight um cool all right well uh did you have anything else you wanted to add well we are having dinner on monday uh or i shouldn't get too precise but in two in in uh, two days great save um 
But at the same time, I'm not editing this because we had dinner like a month ago. Uh, so don't dress like Baki. Uh, <laughs> and uh, remember, you would go outside in for the utensils. Yep. And uh, certain foods are best eaten with a spoon. Okay, uh, that's that's good to know. And you're going to do the dishes, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll put that to a vote a vote of the, of mm. the <laughs> with the chairman of the board present. I see. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on uh, uh, both times. Um, and uh, that's all the Baki we've got to talk to. And I'll see you all next week. And then you say bye. Goodbye. <laughs> I always wanted my own brother. And then he showed up at our door. Question where he came from. I wasn't lonely anymore. Soon we did everything together. He taught me how to fly a kite. I watched him grow into a stallion. I watched him sleep in bed at night. It's not creepy. All right, recommendation time. Uh, although this week it's a little bit different. Um, I, I don't even know if this is truly a recommendation, but more of a recognition. Uh, this whole season has been an attempt for me to sort of thank guests who have been on so many times. And that's, that's why I keep bringing back these, um, fa- fan favorites is what I call them, but they're really, uh, I don't want to say my favorites. Everybody's been a great help, but these are people who came on multiple times and, um, I, I really appreciate it. And so I thought it'd be fun to give a recommendation where it's more me acknowledging, you know, the, an, an influence that I always found, um, you know, that'd be a creative influence on me as a content creator. Blech. Sounds weird to call myself that. <laughs> but I just want to give a shout out to sort of a dying art form. Um, but it was something that I always found hilarious as a kid is the idea of an abridged series, which as I've thought about it is sort of the inverse of a podcast, um, especially my podcast, because at its core, an abridged series and a podcast are both taking a source material and using that to create a show you know, like I am taking the audio from Baki and using that to create this format that I've done. And how an abridged series work is they do it the exact opposite way. They take the visuals and they do their own voices. Um, an abridged series is way more work, uh, and you actually need to be good at voice acting. Well, <laughs> you know, if you, if you listen to any of them, being good at voice acting is, I, I guess, uh, very objective. Um, but when I when I was younger, I loved Yu-Gi-Oh! the abridged series and uh, Friendship is Witchcraft, um, two incredible series. I played some music from Friendship is Witchcraft. That was sort of the, uh, I think, better one. It had very high production value. It had custom songs, custom animations. Like, they were just pumping out high-quality stuff the whole time um, and super funny. And you... you I don't know how popular that show was, but um, one of the two creative halves of it, uh, Jenny Nicholson, has gone on to make just incredible videos that get millions of hits. Um, her BronyCon documentary, her Ever Free Park uh, documentary, um, the Vampire Diaries video, that's a recommendation. Watch that. It's like three hours and it's great. Um, but before she did that, she was um, doing all the voices and part of the writing for um, an abridged series for uh my little pony friendship is magic um that i found hilarious back then um (laughs) 
and I assume I still would now. I'm not going to rewatch all of it for this recommendation, and that's why I'm making it a recognition because these things can have a bit of rose-tinted glasses. But um, I, on the flip side of that, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series did not have the same um, presentation stuff. But what they did have is a ridiculous show that they were able to just make fun of and just have so many quotes that still are in my head today. My voice gives me super strength. Yes, but my hair gives me the power to defy gravity. They, they were early examples that just like a very small team with a, just their basis of just a show that exists can create something funny uh, to watch that can last almost as long as the show itself. Um, and I, I think this podcast is sort of a mirrored reflection of that idea. Anyway, not everything's that deep. Um, I just liked these videos as a kid, and uh, I just wanted to give them a shout out. <laughs> See you all next week. Wish and squash and making tacky jelly. Put it on your head. We're gonna win the race. Because I am a good racer, I am running oh so fast. Fun levels are to the max. Applejack flies through the air. Apples fall without a care. Apples are not meant to fly. No apples get left behind. When small things get kicked around, they just might destroy.